From KitchenAid to Cutco, steak knives are iconic in the cooking industry. But not only that, they are the symbol of Halloween. Wrong movie. <gasps> My God, you're right. That's a hatchet, not a steak knife. Yeah, I would say <laughs> machete more than anything. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> what noise does the machete make? <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who didn't get the message, this episode is on the iconic movie Halloween. Oh, all my notes say Friday the 13th. Oh, man. No, you, ha- you have to flip I'm the page. I'm panicking, panicking. You have to flip the oh. page, hun. Okay, yeah, we already did Never Hike Alone. Whew. Let's do it. Oh, man. <laughs> Halloween. All right, everyone. Happy Halloween. <laughs> uh, this is your host, Tyler. And I'm Tori. And this is Tales of Grim, but I'm sure you guys know that maybe. I don't know. Or you might be joining us. <laughs> this might be your first time. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know your life, but we would like to. How about uh, we all go out to dinner sometime, you know? <laughs> I cook a mean steak. Do you use that steak knife? Mmm, sometimes. My God. For cutting. <laughs> not for the stabby stab. Not for stabby stab? No, not, not stabbing. All right. Spoilers ahead for those of you who have not seen this amazing movie. Well, franchise. We're going to be hitting a lot of the Halloween movies in this episode. Oh, are we? Oh, yeah. Oh, see, that's not in my notes. Mmm. Well, did you check the, uh, the footnotes? Oh, okay, it's right here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I also made another note on your binder. It says turn to page 47. There's nothing here. Yeah, I know. That's a, a trick. Happy Halloween. You get no treat. Aww. <laughs> Take that. Halloween strikes again. My God. <laughs> but yeah, so Halloween is not only one of my favorite holidays, but one of the best slasher movies. Hands down. Minus the um the weird opening shot in the beginning. <laughs> well, that's not that's not true. Not the entire shot. The opening of Halloween starts off where we're seeing through the first person view of Michael Myers as a little kid as he's watching his older sister sleep with her boyfriend, and then he goes up and kills her. That is all amazing. It's so well done. It was original for its time. But then it's weird because then when they take the mask off, there's like the camera is like panning out, and there's this weird. Freeze frame, but not freeze frame. Like, you can see the parents that are like, Michael? And, like, they're standing still, but then they occasionally shift positions. Are they, like, wobble because they can't stay still in one place? Right, as the camera's slowly zooming away. Yeah, very odd. It's so weird. A good idea, but also very odd. Yeah, I mean, for its time, I don't think they, uh, they quite knew how to do freeze frames, maybe. I'm not sure. It was a very low-budget movie, the original Halloween. Yeah. I mean, shoot, they could, they took a Star Trek mask and uh, turned it into the iconic Michael Myers mask. Oh, yeah. It was great. They, like, bleached the heck out of, like, I think it was, like, Captain Kirk or something like that. Captain James T. Cook. Yep. You know, space guy, Spock and whatnot. Halloween. Back at it again. <laughs> Live long and prosper. Except for in this movie franchise where you die. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> What's your uh, your favorite Halloween movie? Scary or not scary? Well, no, I mean like in the Halloween franchise. Which one's your favorite? Oh, the second, easily. Why? Why is part two your favorite? Um, I think 
because the deaths were not a more original, but they had more to work with in the hospital versus, you know, him strangling people in the car and... Stabbing them with a knife. Yeah. Yeah, one of the deaths that I think is the most gruesome and horrible way to go is the girl that gets boiled to death in the hot tub. Oh, yeah, that, no, that's where, brutal. Yeah, she's just having a little fun with her boyfriend at first, and then he leaves, Michael kills him, and then he starts turning up the heat on the hot tub, and then he pushes her down. So not only does she drown, but she boils to death. Yeah, and you can actually see Michael's hand burning, too, a little bit from the hot water. Yeah, like, it's brutal. Yeah. My favorite scenes in the second one, though, is at the end where Michael's been kind of blinded. And Halloween 2 takes place on the same night as Halloween 1. It's just, like, a couple hours later. Yeah, because Lori is brought to this hospital after, you know, all her friends are dead. Yeah. (laughs) And... Like, the kids are away in protection, and she's brought to this hospital to take care of her wounds or whatever. I think the guy that she was talking about in the first one, too, oh, the yeah. guy that she likes, is actually in the second movie. Yes, he is. Um, so we get to see him as well as a little bit of their relationship, and yeah. But one of my favorite shots, though, was at the end where Michael gets blinded, and they're in, like... The room, there's, like, all these oxygen tanks, and he, Michael can't see, so he's just, like, wildly swinging the knife around. And Dr. Loomis hits one of the oxygen tanks, or Lori hits the, t- the tank first, and all this air's coming out, and Michael is kind of like a shark at this point, where he's like, noise, going over here and slashing around. And he's completely missing, and they're distracting him. Such a cool scene. And poor Lori. Girl just tried to babysit a little kid. All her friends died. Stalked by her. Older brother. Yeah. So sad. Unless you're counting the new 2018, in which case Michael's not related to Lori. Oh, yeah. Those movies, the new Halloween, it totally disregards every Halloween movie except for... The original. Well, the first and second. No, because the second one's where it came out that Lori was related to Michael. They ignored Halloween part two. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I just watched that today. (laughs) But, yeah, so... I really love the 2018 remake by Blumhouse. Oh, man. Just because they made Laurie just complete badass. Oh, so cool. House is a complete trap and weapon. She's been training her whole life for him to escape and come back after her. Which she does. Everyone thinks that she's paranoid, but she's not. Oh, no. God, such a good movie. And then I'm bummed because of COVID. Part two was supposed to come out, or the sequel was supposed to come out this year, but now it's not coming out till next Halloween. That sucks. Yep. Yeah, they're making this new one a trilogy, so I was like, okay, I'm for it. I'm pretty sure Lori's gonna die in this next part two. I would actually be down for that, because they do introduce not only Lori's daughter... But her granddaughter. Exactly, and both of them... Lori trained her daughter to basically be as much of a badass... And be able to protect herself against Michael as she has. You know, the daughter holds her own. She hasn't been fully trained. Well, she's never had to use any of these skills she's been taught. Exactly. But the daughter was also taken from Lori at the age of 12. Yeah, because Lori was, Lori was seen as a unfit, unfit parent. Mother. Yeah. Because of all the training that she put her daughter through. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Well, yeah. And then they, they had this whole scene where Lori's breaking down to the grandma, and she goes, you know, I know your mom hates me, and that's completely fine because I prepared her for all the horrors of the world, so if she needs to hate me, you know, in order to take on everything else, that's completely fine. And I was like, wow, Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, love Halloween. It's probably one of the best horror series. Even, like, I no, okay, the worst one was, I'm blanking on the official name of it, but I think it was, like, Halloween 6? Or Halloween 6 the or 7. Banks. No, no, no. Well, that one's bad, too. But it's called The uh, the Curse of Michael Myers, and that has Paul Rudd in it. Oh, is that where it was the mask made them crazy? Okay, so, oh, man, that's another bad one. I don't count that in the Michael Myers series. Okay, so which one are you talking about? So, that the one I'm talking about, Curse of Michael Myers, I'm pretty sure is, like, number six. It has Paul Rudd in it, and Paul Rudd's super young. And he plays a young Tommy, who is the little kid that Laurie was babysitting in the first Halloween. You find out that Tommy is helping out Jamie, who was... Lori's daughter in Halloween 4 and 5. She was a little girl that was kind of like Michael Myers and killed one of her, her sister or babysitter. I can't remember who it was. Do you know what I'm talking about? Do you remember those ones? Yes, because I remember that there were two kids. There was the little boy that she was babysitting. Oh, no, not, not in the first one. I'm talking Halloween 4 and 5, where it's about Lori's daughter. And she's, I never saw those. I could have sworn I showed you those last year. You sure? I'm sure I haven't seen those. Mm. And when she dresses up as the clown costume and she kills the babysitter or sister. And then in the in five, she's completely mute and she has this weird connection with Michael. Sound va- vaguely familiar? The clown costume does. Well, Michael also wore a clown costume in the first movie as a yeah, little kid. Yeah, which was kind of like a throwback to that. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember it. Um, well... I enjoyed 4 and 5. I thought those were good. Halloween 3 had to do with, like, the mass possessing people or something like that. It was, like, or there was, like, some microchip. It was crap. Had no business being a Halloween movie. But then we also have Resurrection, which followed up the uh, successful H2O, because Halloween H2O was amazing, where it was 20 years later, Lori's now going under a different name, headmistress of, like, this private school, and Michael's coming after her again. It was so cool where she's, like, stalking Michael throughout the campus because she's ready for him. She's always ready for Michael. (laughs) And not only that, but she actually has a son at the campus as a student. And he has his, I want to say, three or four friends that they were all supposed to go on this trip, but then something happened where they didn't. Oh, no, they were fake going on the trip. So they could stay behind and be oh, with their significant right. others alone in the private school. Oh, right. I remember that. And it just happens to be on the night where Michael finally tracks Laura down. Of course. Right. It wouldn't be the day after or the day before. It had to be the day of. Yeah. Oh, my God. H2O was so good. I really enjoyed that one. And then Resurrection came out and they killed Lori. And then Buster Rhymes had a kung fu fight with Michael Myers. Oh, my God. That was priceless. Insane. Just ridiculous movie i hated it so much that was actually a clever idea though of how they did they were able to get out of the situation and how like the crush or the best friend of the main girl was like watching it as a live feed and she oh yeah telling her like hey he's in this room he's on that room 
like, now you can escape, and people started, like, trickling in. Yeah, so in Resurrection, it's supposed to be, like, a bunch of college kids exploring the Myers house, and it's, like, a live feed TV show that you can watch on your computer, so the boyfriend, unofficial boyfriend, was watching it, just to give a little bit more backstory to that. (laughs) And that one scene, too, of, because he kills, like, the in, Michael kills the intern, like, right off the bat. Um, yeah. And then at first when he meets Buster Rhymes and they're both dressed up as Michael Myers, um, you know, in the coveralls or whatever and the mask and Buster Rhymes takes his mask off and he's like, man, I thought you were supposed to be with so-and-so. Oh no, he keeps the mask on. I thought he took the mask off. Not until after he left. Yeah, okay. Um, but either way, he's basically telling Michael like, no, you're not supposed to be here right now. Like, I'm trying to scare them right now. It would confuse them if there were multiple Michaels. Like, there only has to be one, and I'm him right now. And then you're expecting Michael to just full-on kill him right then and there, but he just accepts it and walks away. Yes, he does accept it, but he also is like, go back to uh, the garage with Tyra Banks. Michael, who is smart... (laughs) Just turns around and goes and kills Tyra Banks off camera. So I think that was might have been a little bit of him like, I'm going to come back for you later, but I'm going to kill this other person first since I'm not caught yet. I know, but it was still a funny oh, yeah. scene. Oh yeah, just Buster Rhymes yelling at him. Other than that though, movie's really bad. <laughs> a little entertaining, but bad. Yeah. Who do you think would win in a fight? Michael Myers or Jason Voorhees? Oh God. Michael with the butcher knife. Jason with the machete. That's hard. Because, like, I've always thought of Jason as this zombie demon-like killer. Where Michael, I've always seen as, like, a possessed person. Like... I see Michael as a shark. His only instinct is just kill. Well, but that's Jason, too. Like, they each have their weaknesses. Like, Michael can be you know, pinned down and, like, weakened over time, I don't know how you would actually kill him because he's gone away from a literal stab to the chest, bullets in the chest, getting blown up in the second movie, literally blown up with Dr. Loomis. Yeah. And still walks away from that, getting pinned to a tree by a car. Like, how many different things... And yet he still walks. Like, that's completely ridiculous to me. Yeah. Um, But the weakness of Jason is his mother. Friday the 13th game, um, how one of the female characters could wear the sweater and you could hear the mom's voice and it would stall him enough for you to stun him. Well, that's the only way to kill Jason is you have to have Tommy Jarvis and then stun him with the sweater and then kill him with the axe. Yeah, so I think each would have their specific way of killing them, but we don't know exactly how to kill them because each one, because it's a horror movie franchise, you know, each one comes back time and time and time again. (laughs) Freddy versus Jason. Oh, God, that one. (laughs) They tied. I mean, Freddy got his head cut off, but he was still alive. Yeah, I remember that. That fight scene was very funny because you find Whole out that <laughs> you find out that Freddy Krueger was actually using the mother in Jason's dreams to kind of control him to basically do Freddy's bidding 
Yeah. To make Freddy more powerful. And once Jason realizes, he's like, oh, hell no, I'm going to kill you now. So it's Freddy in the real world versus Jason in the real world. And that's a very entertaining fight. Oh, yeah. It's fun. Yeah. So my bet on the Michael and Jason would be Jason, probably. Yeah, I think I'm with you on that. There was one movie where he had regeneration, so he could just constantly keep healing. And then there was another movie where it was actually the mask and, like, the souls were in the mask. So every time someone put on Jason's mask, they became Jason. There's so many different theories to Jason. And he just never dies. Never. Though it was cool how they did reference um, Freddy Krueger at the end of one of the, of the uh, Friday the 13th movies. Did they? Yeah, there was a shot of, like, it's supposed to be Jason's grave. And his hockey mask is on top of it. And then you just see Freddy Krueger's claw come out of the ground and grab it. I want to say that had to be the movie before the Freddy vs. Jason then. Because then that would lead into that movie. Well, I don't think... I think the one before was actually Jason X. The space one. Which was technically (laughs) set in the future. But I, I think it was Jason Goes to Hell. One of those. Or it was the New York one. I can't remember. I do remember there was the Friday the 13th movie where there was, like, an entire SWAT team that just, like, gunned down Jason. Ridiculous. See, we were going to talk about Friday the 13th in this episode of Halloween. And somehow we also pulled out Nightmare on Elm Street. I know, right? (laughs) All right, well, as much as I love the Halloween movie, tell me, what's the creepiest thing that's happened to you in person on Halloween? I was, I want to say, at least 15 at this point. Uh-huh. And I was trick-or-treating with a bunch of my neighbor kids. Um, and we got to this one house that was like a street or two over. And, you know, me and this other kid that I was with walked up to the door. The others were behind us. We got our candy. We walked to the tree that was in front and waited for the others to get their candy. And on the lawn, they had this guy in a wheelchair, which looked like a puppet, basically. Um, And I kept my eye on him. I'm like, okay, like, he's going to jump up at some point. But he never did with me and this other kid. But as soon as the other kids got their candy and started walking away, he jumped up and started chasing them. I got freaked out. I started running back to my neighbor's house. And that was the end of my trick-or-treating for the night. Because I got so freaked out by this guy. Like, I knew it was going to happen. I knew it. But he still freaked me out. And I think for the rest of the night, I helped my neighbor pass out candy. I went trick-or-treating one year. My dad was just kind of, you know, he was with me. I think I was like 10 or something. And I walked up to this house by myself. And it's like... Creepy old guy opened the door, and there was this other old guy that was shirtless in a chair. And they're like, oh, the candy's inside if you want to come get it. And I don't think they saw my dad, because he was kind of off, like, at the front of the house. And kind of in, like, the, behind, like, a tree, almost. But he was watching me. And I was, like, looking inside, and I was like, you can't just hand me the candy? No, it's inside. Come on in. And, I, and then he kept trying to, like, talk to me, like, what's your costume? And I was like, you know what? This isn't worth it. Good night. <laughs> I just walked away. It was very creepy. I I did not want to go in that house. I could imagine. That sounds like it would be the start of a horror movie. Yeah. Manteca. One of the towns I used to live in, for people who don't know what Manteca is. 
It's not a great place. Up in the... Central Valley. Yeah. But yeah, that was my creepiest Halloween incident. Other than that, though, I used to ride around on Heelys collecting candy. I remember, I think it was either the next year or the year after that one incident that, you know, I didn't want to go trick-or-treating anymore. And I was so good to pass out candy for my neighbors. Um, oddly enough, it was actually that neighbor who, it was the house that I ran to that one night. Um, so I helped them pass out candy while them and their youngest daughter went trick-or-treating because I think it was supposed to be like her last time or her parents thought it was going to be her last time trick-or-treating or whatever. So I spent the whole night passing out candy, but also trying to keep their son as well as my other neighbor and the son's friend in check because they wanted to jump out and scare trick-or-treaters. And they all had like these ghost face outfits on, which was really funny in hindsight. But I kept telling them, I'm like, the younger kids do not scare. I will gesture to you guys to tell you whether it is good or not. Like, older kids, fair game. Younger kids, do not. Wow, way to ruin Halloween for kids. <laughs> okay, the little, like, three, four-year-olds that literally just want candy, it might be their first time trick-or-treating. Like, I didn't want to ruin that for them. Hmm, I don't know, man. Yeah, but luckily they kept it in check most of the time, and I had fun that night. Yeah. I wonder how Halloween's going to be in COVID. Non-existent. <laughs> probably, now that I say that out loud. Yeah, probably like, lot. well... We didn't have anyone last year. Yeah, and the year before... We had like two. Yeah, and I was even... I was working that night, so I came home and all the trick-or-treaters were already done. Yeah. So you were the one passing out candy, and then you and I just watched horror movies the rest of the night. As is tradition. Yes, it is. For anyone listening, why don't you uh, let us know what your Halloween plans are on Instagram and Twitter, where you could also follow us, and I will send you guys lots of love. <laughs> I appreciate it. But yeah, no, let us know what your Halloween plans are. I think that's always kind of fun. As well as maybe what your scariest Halloween story is, and maybe if you have seen the movie, um, what your favorite scene in Halloween is, which favorite movie you have yeah go ahead and sign to our dms go for it yeah we'll talk about it on the next episode these fun little conversations we have <laughs> <laughs> all right well happy halloween everyone and make sure to watch out for michael myers out there see ya